0: Okay, you can turn in your Bible to the book of Numbers, the next person that we're going to be reading about from Jude's description of false teachers. Is a a man named Korah who led a rebellion against Moses and Aaron. So he's the next character that teaches us about the way that false believers and false teachers behave themselves. But before we begin there, I just want to remind us from where Musumba Charles shared last week. Exhorting us on How we must know what is true in order to be able to recognize what is false. And he asked several questions. Which we went into in our cell group. About ways we might have been deceived in the past. And how it is that we can be deceived, (laughs) and perhaps even reasons in our hearts why we believe certain lies. And we went into that passage in Hebrews (laughs) 5, which talks about our need to have our discernment trained (laughs) through constant practice. So I, I, wasn't here, I wasn't here last Sunday, Saturday, Saturday. but I was told there was a question raised about the Sabbath. And I, I heard it was also mentioned that, you know, every everyone claims that other people are false and they themselves are true. So how do we know when you're saying these people are false, how do we know whether you're not the one who's false? And it brings us back to the same thing we've been learning. Which is that you cannot accept a claim made by any person as being true without testing it to see what God's word says. So let's just use the Sabbath principle as an example. So in the law, God told the Israelites they were to rest on the seventh day, which is Saturday, and the reason they were given that commandment is God said that in six days he created the world. And the seventh day he blessed and set it aside as a day of rest. And there are some people who advocate that you should observe the Sabbath, even if you are a Christian. Okay, so what does the Bible actually say? Because it shouldn't be that you, let me ask Musumba Jonathan that question, and then I will know. Or let, or let me ask this other person, and then I will know. You have to ask yourself, what does God actually say? What does God actually say? And the, the New Testament has some very interesting things about it. Do you know the major reason the Jews began persecuting Jesus? Why, why did they start? They, they persecuted him for several reasons, but why did they begin persecuting him? How did they offend how did he offend them at first? Yes, so He wasn't observing the Sabbath. Yes, <laughs> And he was teaching against them on the Sabbath. Yeah. So I want I want us to go to the book of John here. We're going to look at something interesting from the life of Jesus. In in John chapter 5, we have a story of Jesus healing a man who had laid uh, by a pool called Bethesda <laughs> for 38 years <laughs> and Jesus found the man and he healed him yes <laughs> so but in the way he told them to to be healed. He told the man, "Get up, take up your bed, and walk." And then it explains that it was a Sabbath day. So the Jews said to the man who had been healed, you're not, you're not doing what is lawful. You're walking with your bed on the Sabbath. And the man said, well, the one who healed me is the one who told me to take up my bed and walk. And the man said, the one who healed me is the one who told me to take up my bed and walk. And so they asked him, well, who healed you? The man said, I don't know. And then later on, he finds out it's Jesus. And and he goes to the leaders and he reports it was Jesus. And I want you to notice in verse 16 and 17. What it says as to why the Jews were persecuting Jesus. It says, and this was why the Jews were persecuting Jesus. Because he was doing these things on the Sabbath. But notice in verse 17 what Jesus said. But Jesus answered them, My Father is working until now, and I am working. (laughs) So, how do you see Jesus explaining his behavior? He speaks about what he is doing as being the right thing to do on the Sabbath day. And these Jews are accusing him because he's breaking their understanding of the Sabbath. So if I'm advocating observance of the Sabbath, Whose side would you say that I'm on based on this interaction? Am I on God's side or am I on the side of those who persecuted God? No. In Romans in Romans 14, uh, We're given another instruction on those who are very sensitive about the Sabbath. Which gives us further instruction for how we relate to each other. Because the observance of the Sabbath might be something that you grew up with. And remember, all the early Christian Jews, they all grew up keeping the salmon just like they grew up not eating pork or anything unclean and you remember when Peter before he was sent to Cornelius (laughs) he was hungry and God gave him a vision. He saw a sheep come down from heaven. And there was all kinds of animals in that sheet. Which the Jews were not allowed to eat. And, and what did what did God say to Peter? Cut and eat. Cut and eat. Salah and, and what did Peter say to God? I am a Jew. I cannot eat of anything unclean. Very good. I, I I've never eaten anything unclean. I can't eat these things. You, Peter, And God tells Peter, what I I have made clean, do not call common. So we see how sensitive... Peter's conscience was, because he had been raised in a certain way of thinking. He was so sensitive to it, he was actually arguing with God about what is right and what is wrong. And God needed to show him, and he needed to show all of us, that when God reveals truth to us, we need to accept his principle (laughs) and be able to leave the former way of thinking. But Romans 14 gives us a principle on how we need to be careful of one another's conscience. Okay, so I I want us to begin reading. In verse 1, it says, as for the one who is weak in faith, welcome him, but not to quarrel over opinion. So I want you to understand the one Paul defines as weak in faith (laughs) is the one who won't eat certain foods (laughs) who is very concerned about keeping certain days (laughs) and different matters of tradition which they have grown up in. Notice he says one person believes he can eat anything, Well, the weak person eats only vegetables. So God's saying if you don't eat pork, you're weak, so, so I guess pork makes you strong. <laughs> I'm just making a joke I'm saying God's saying here if you if you don't eat certain things you're weak but what he means by that is like you haven't understood fully that salvation is only through Christ and you still feel like oh, there's certain things I must do. What baantua you chapa ni mo kwa yingiriamboongo tuo fino remember in Matthew 15 Jesus explained to us that foods are not what defile us you don't become a sinner because you ate rice, or beef, or pork, or anything like that. You sin because out of your heart comes adultery, fornication, murder, envy, all these different sins. So your diet cannot make you right before God. It's only the offering of Christ that can make you right before God but I want you to notice how God tells us to be sensitive to our conscience in verse 3 he says let not the one who eats despise the one who abstains and let not the one who abstains pass judgment on the one who eats. For God has welcomed him. Do you, un- do you, do you understand that? Okay, so maybe for me, I'm, I'm very free to eat my pork. And Charles is like, oh... You can't eat pork. That's wrong. And I say, ah, Charles, you're one of those weak people that doesn't understand the truth that God gives us. And Charles is is judging me like, ah, he's a sinner. He's eating pork over there. And, And notice God condemns both Judgment. It says God has accepted both of us. He says in verse 4, Who are you to pass judgment on the servant of another? It is before his own master that he stands or falls. And he will be upheld, for the Lord is able to make him stand. Now, notice the next thing that he tells us. One person esteems one day as better than another. So he's saying there's there's a type of person that says, oh, this Sabbath day or this festival or whatever, it, it's it's more important than these other days. Then he says, while well, another person esteems all days the same. Okay, i a So to that person, every day is Sunday. Ah, Okay, so it says each person should be fully convinced in his own mind. The one who observes the day, observes it in honor of the Lord. The one who eats, eats in honor of the Lord, since he gives thanks to God. While the one who abstains, abstains in honor of the Lord, and gives thanks to God. Do you understand what God's saying? Okay. You shouldn't, if you feel very sensitive about something in your conscience, God does not want you to violate your conscience. Okay, he wants you to to maintain what you feel is right. But you are not allowed to pass judgment on those who have really a deeper grasp of God's truth than you do. Nor are you who understand your freedom in Christ allowed to pass judgment on the one who says, Oh, I can't can't eat pork. So that's another thing the Bible teaches us about Sabbath observance. And last of all, all and most importantly, if you go to Galatians 5, we're given a very strict warning. There is a difference between me feeling in my conscience like I shouldn't do any work on Sunday versus the very evil lie where, where I believe for me to be saved, I must keep the Sabbath. Kwa to because if you believe that and you're trusting in your own works to save you and this is what god says about such a person's position verses 2 to 4 of galatians 5 say this Look, I, Paul, say to you that if you accept circumcision, Christ will be of no advantage to you. I testify again to every man who accepts circumcision that he is obligated to keep the whole law. So, do you understand what it means? If you believe that you must do something in order to be saved, well, the only work that can save you is perfect obedience to the law. Which means for your whole life, you never sinned. Now can any of us say that's who we are? Up until now, I've never seen it. So I don't don't need Christ. I for me, I'm okay. If you sinners who need him. me, I don't need him. Can any of us say that? No. Certainly not. So what he's saying here is, if you trust in any work of the law to save you, you don't have Christ. Verse 4 says, you are severed from Christ. You you who would be justified by the law, you have fallen away from grace. Okay? So this is what I mean. About having our powers of discernment trained. If, if someone asks you, is it okay for a man to have more than one wife? Okay. What would you say? No. It's okay. Someone it's okay. says it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> Okay. Hey. Majorly, we'd say we'd say no. But why would you say no? Prove it to our brother who's saying it's okay. What's what's the place you should go in Scripture? <laughs> Genesis, Well, I think even better than Genesis Uh, is where Jesus quotes from Genesis when he's asked the very same question. Which is in Matthew 19. People ask him, is it okay to divorce your wife? He, He says no. Yes, may say, Well, why did Moses allow a man to divorce his wife? He, he says it's because of the hardness of your heart. But from the beginning, it was not so. then he he quotes what my wife mentioned, Which which is God's standard from the beginning. Yes, that a man shall leave father and mother. Yes, Hold. Hold fast to his wife. And the two become one. My point is. Any question you get asked. If your mind is trained. By the word of God, there's, there's, there should be things which come to your mind, which, which answer the question that's being asked to you. Or if you hear a lie. Like, what if you hear someone say this? The Bible says salvation is by grace through faith. It's not of your works, so no one can boast. And they tell you, You see, since you're not saved by your works, and you're saved by God's grace, you can live however you want. You can, you can, you can, sin. You can do wrong. Because salvation is dependent on grace. How would you respond to that? How do you? to that? Okay, James 2, I'll show you my faith by the works that I do. A profession of following Jesus without actually behaving like Jesus is shown to be a lie. And you, and you might say, uh, but you people are pastors. So you're professionals. Chitegeza you, you have to answer these questions. And I say to you that every Christian is commanded to be a professional. In their knowledge of God's word, I am sure that we have mature Christians here that it is impossible for you to make them believe a lie. It, it's impossible to deceive them. Because they know what's true. And that's that's what we get when we train ourselves with God. Yeah. But I'm also very confident that many of you are babies who are surviving on their mother's breast milk. Because you have never done the work to train yourself with God. So I am challenging you. You should not accept what I say. You must test it. To see if it's true. We all have that responsibility. But the more you grow in it, you will find that no one can lie to you. You can fail, but you can't be deceived. And people that can't be deceived will be much more useful to Christ. Will be much more useful to Christ. Now let's go to number 16. We're going to read a story about A wicked man who led a wicked rebellion, and God's judgment on them was that the earth actually opened up and swallowed them. So like the story of Balaam, we find some very interesting things. And I want you to think through it with me, so that you benefit, and that you can get maybe a piece of meat with your milk today. All right, I'm going to ask Charles to just read in Luganda because of time, and (laughs) English readers follow along. Let's begin with from verse 1 up to verse (laughs) 3. Asibuka mlevi, ngariwa mleidasani, ne abiramu, batamani ba ne onani, mutamani wa Abo muchika, abo mchika, mchika chala ubeni, neba wa obukulembeze wa musa. Nelega chilu po, aba isla hili, awalala, bibiri, mwatano, aba kulembeze, aba tukivu, neba. Neva Lumba, Musanaro, Neva Gama, Mutiniza, Opecuza, Mamabimu, Tuchivina, Motuku, Kare, Wachi, Muebu Mizoku sing, that Chivina Chamukama. Okay, the first thing we notice here, Etisoka Tulimukawa is that false believers bring accusations against those who have been appointed by God. Arakitizabu Lima. Remember in an earlier study we said that false teachers like to take positions of leadership that God has not given to them. Whereas God's true leaders are always appointed by Him. So, since false believers don't like that they don't have the position of leadership. They bring accusations against God's people. Notice here that they do so in the name of equality. They have accused Moses and Aaron. Of going too far. As if Moses and Aaron have exalted themselves. Not, Not that God had exalted them. We'll find as we continue the a a false accusation God's story that it's a very serious curse to bring a false accusation against God's leaders. So now let's continue from verse 4 up to verse 11. Katuayonga yoga yoga Bwekola, nilwa na mtu wale, kwenye yote lezo, mubiseko o mwuri dono vabani, mga mwuri mumasoga mukama, mukama, o mtu kwano, gwa nalonda ya nama o mtu na mwe batama ni le, mwiti, o za, kola no mwe, batama ni wale, mwiti, mukiita mukiita Katonda wa isa hili, okuwa ulilamwe, okuwa ulilamwe, mchili na chava isa hili, okuwa sembeza jahari, oku kola, oku kola, oku okukola mu, oku kweleza mwema ya mukama na hii mili, eh, nopu yi mili na, okuweleza, neba, nabale viva na ekitiwe, era, era. Mukaya ni lachi, no wakabona. Ela mukaya ni lachi no wakabona. Wachikwe neba no, emela mukama. Ne aloni, mujemera mukama. Ne aloni ye ani. Wa chipwe, neba no, mukama. Ne aloni yani mwe okumu okay. okumuwe muuguniza. Musa. Musa na tunyatasa ni, na tunyatasa ni ne abiramu katwa eliyabu neva na wakamad, temuja kuja temuja kujia. Okay. Musa na tunyatasa ni na abiramu katwa niwa eriabu hmm. neva wakamad, temuja kuja hmm. O kuita, o chini tachito nakuwe, o kutuja, musi, Kurukutama not to to No, just to verse 11. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm going to That's okay. Talking. All right. So from verse 12, we see, or, I'm sorry, from verse 11, we see false believers are not content with their position they are motivated here by the wanting equal rank with Moses and Aaron <laughs> And Moses points out to them that God had already given them special honor. Because they came from the tribe that ministered at the tabernacle. But do you remember what why was Satan passed from God's presence? What did he want? He wanted he wanted to be equal with God. Remember when he texted Jesus, what did he want Jesus to do? He wanted God to worship him. (laughs) that's what you'll always find (laughs) they want they want to be exalted (laughs) and they are not content with what God has given them for example think about the titles that that people use in our church culture. Have you ever met someone who called themselves an apostle? Like, I am an apostle (laughs) so-and-so. Or, I am prophet (laughs) so-and-so. If you have a a master's or a, a... PhD, then you insist people call you Dr. So-and-so. <laughs> Even though in the same place Jesus said not to call anyone Father, <laughs> He also said you're not supposed to be called Teacher, which which in their context meant Doctor. Thank you, You're not supposed to be called teacher in the sense that you're a doctor of God's Word. Because we have one teacher, God. So, is there a lot of practice where believers are condemned by the titles they take? I really don't care for when when someone is called doctor, you know, doctor so-and-so, when they're not a medical doctor. Because, <inaudible> you know, like, if we had someone who fainted here in church, <inaudible> and we said, is anyone a doctor? You would know you're not talking about a PhD holder in business administration. You want someone with medical training, right? But So, when when we see people wanting self exaltation, that's a mark of false believer. All right, now let's continue. You can read verse 12 up to verse 14. And that's where they bring the accusation against Moses that somehow Moses has failed to bring them into the promised land. But but whose fault was it really that the Israelites did not enter the promised land? If you go back to numbers fourteen, and let's read from verse one to verse, verse ten chapter 14. Okumakuru kyoro soka papa 11:10. Tuseye Awe chimina chonna echavana ba Israili ne bayimusa ebe wonziri awe ne bakabanya maziga mm-hmm. echi lecho. Echi bina chonna echavana ba Israili. Abana ba Israili ne be Musa nalo ni ne bakamba anti singatu afira munsi ye oba singatu afira mudungu muno. Era mukama atulete la chimu simu nechitala, no, ne baka fe na bafa bato bali bali bamu njogo siche kisiinga o burungi yetuli o misiri kuda nebaga nebaga gananti, nani tuero ondere o mukulembese tujeo mishi ni na dila mchaka mu masoge chini na chona njia Yosua mutabani wa nuni, nekarebo mutabani wa chigefuni, awari kumuwendo wawo, awake tensi. ne yuza, engoye zawo ne urilechimi inachonake, chava na vayisida hini nga boge lani. Ensi, jetuwa hitamu. Ensi, jetuwa hitamu okudiketa sinu, sinu nginyo. Ensi, tamu hitamu okudiketa sinu nginyo. Obanga mukama atusima alitipu. Alitu yi izisha, alitu yi gizamu usomu. Na, najituwa, insi, e, e, kurukuta matanomu bisibu enjuchi. Yo, choka, temu mukama. So, temutia, abantu, temutia abantu wa kuvanga Kubanga, chakulia jetuli. Mukama, abavuddemu mukama abavutemu, ali wa aliwa munafe. Mukama abavuddemu walili, aliwa munafe. Temu up Ten. Ten. Okay. 10. So what do you find Cora and his followers doing in this story? Ah, but tujja mu mbugo to rugaloro no Cora ki? They, they were part of the group that said, we can't go into this place. And then when Moses, Aaron, Joshua, and Caleb said, no, we should go. They picked up stones to stone them to death. And yet in their minds, who did they blame for failing to enter the promised land? Can you believe that? And this is where we find something about false believers. They never take responsibility for their own actions. It is, they always have someone else they can blame. You, you, you rebuke a man who you see is guilty of fornication. And he says, No, but it wasn't me the woman she tempted me. You She's the one. Or you say, oh, it was my friend who encouraged me to do it. You should be upset with that one. You should be upset with that one. But remember, what do God's true people do when they're confronted with their sin? They admit it. It doesn't matter about anyone else, it's me, I have sinned. So that's another characteristic of Korah that helps us understand how false believers behave. now as you're learning these things, make application of them. You have real experience where you can use this principle to, to look at someone. You say, Oh, I I know a pastor. Who is, who is sexually immoral. And when he was confronted, he just said you know how you know how girls they want to make themselves close to me leaders. And this was she was just pretending to be my friend. And then in a in a moment of my weakness, you know, she came to me. Can you imagine her treating the Lord's servant that way? Now when you see such Behavior. So the practice of discernment, <laughs> I apply what God's word says, <laughs> and I can say with confidence, <laughs> this person doesn't know Christ. Mm-hmm. Because Jesus tells me, bad trees cannot produce good fruit. And good trees cannot produce bad fruit. So we shouldn't be deceived by that behavior. Little let Brethren, let's use our brains. God gave us minds to think, to learn, to know, but if you are a hearer only and not a doer, does the information benefit you and does your mind benefit you? Salamus, that might as well take it back from you if you're not going to use it. So, Catola Japola, I've integrated a good Japo. I've got a kind of good again, we have again a branch of the taking of polymer position. Bunida, what of Kamawakola? Now go back to chapter sixteen. Today, we na come and we're going to read from verse 15 to verse 19. Before we make our next observation. The time is running so we're going to try and get through this quickly. We're going to read from verse 15 to verse Era na no mukubo, buenari zebubi. musa na gamba collant, gwe. ne ne aloni, encha fumacha, miema sogamukama, kama, cola, neba e no, evi ni wata ne aloni, mudire, di e leotele mu bitekako, vani, mubile, mumasogamukama, ne bad dida uli muntu, echo tele zogje, neba 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 sako ogban neba imilia kumuyango kwe wema kwe wema yoku singani la ngamu wamu nemusa kola kola na kuingiza hichini na chumba kumuyango kwe wema yoku singani la ngamu bol musa mukama I want you to see this, and we saw it in Balaam as well. False believers have so deceived themselves that they believe God is on their side. What would you have done if Moses had told you? Okay, you get your your your, sensor, your incense censer. And we're all going to stand before God. And we're going to see what God does. Would you have feared to do that? Yes, you would have because you know the truth. But these people believed they were going to stand before God next to God's servant Moses. And God was going to discipline Moses, not <laughs> Just a little bit earlier, (inaudible) Miriam and Aaron had raised an accusation against Moses. And do you know what God did to Miriam? (inaudible) Immediately he struck her with leprosy. And she had to go out of the camp for seven days. And it was Moses that actually prayed that God would forgive her. So these men had witnessed these things. And yet they come very confidently before God. As if God is going to judge Moses. Let's continue in verse 20. And read down to verse 39. Agamba. Mukama na gamba Musa Naloni nti muve wakati mchivina chino. Njoke kinize ma njoke nchizikilize amangu wako. Awa Musa Naloni nevega, nevega la kutaka. Nevega yala kutaka. Ngawevu nise. Neva gamba aikatonda. Aikatonda. Katonda we mioyo javo nabali no mubili. Omutu omu tuomu. Ngayo no nye. Osumu waline chimi nacho Mukama na, na Musaanti, Gambe Chibina, nti koke, Muve awali wema yakola. Dasani Ne abiramu Musa na ka Nagende ni tasani Ne abiramu Abakate ba isi da hili Neba mugomerera Na, na gamba Mbega hili Muve awali wema, awali wema. Ezana onna Arabi So Temukoma, kuchitucha hawe chonina. Mule mo kuzikini zimuwa orwebiviri hawe jona. Awe, awe, awe. awe nebava awali nyuma yako la ndasani ni abidam, Na ndasani ni abidam, nebava kazi bawe, nabana naba bawe, ama kuru na watu, nebava furuma, nebava imirira, ni yango jiewe Musa na agama, kuchino, kumunategele na mkama yangu, ma, ukupole imirimu jono jona. Wanga sai babo magezi ga ngenzi abantu bano bwe fa abantu bano bwe bali nga bantu bonna nga bantu bonna bwe baffa bulijjo ngate ngate babtu kidwako kibonereza cyanjawu kale mukama nga yantu nahe mu mukama, banako le kgamba ekije ettakane ryasama Akamakayo mwakayo, Wamu mila Wa muu, nebya wivyo nina Nibaka, nga valamu Mungunya, kare Muna tegela, nga Muna, muna tegela, Muna mukama Awu watuka Kweali, nga ng’agenda okumala Lopokele, vikambe wivyo nina Etaka, asa, etaka Eliali, wasiwa, niliyasa Neli pamila bonna neli pamila po wa mu ne kola na bebonna ne nyumba saamu ne bintu bonna m ne bakka ba, bonna mm. ne byabwe bon nga balamu mu bunya ettaka neli ettaka neli basanikira ne basaana abaisraili bonna abali bekyolodde ne baduka olwoku kaaba kwaabwe nga olwoku kwaabwe kwa Nganabo, batia, e chako kubamida. Omudyo, neguwa, e ni mkama, neguwa, chaba, na e vivi, mwaka ano, naba, naba wayo, naba wayo, mbali. Kate nani? Tari, okay. tari, okay. tari. Mkama, na agamba mbusa, tigamba, enyazal, mkama ni mwano, aje adje, elyo telezo, elyo telezo, elyo kekduwa, tumaanga, elyo teleze, ditukufu, era asasanye amanda gomuliro agabirimu byote rezo byote rezo bya byo byote rezo byabageemwa abo abaafa biwe, biwe biwe biwese bwemu embati zibikena Zibike uchoko kubanga bali wa bali waayo mukama? masoga amukama era Binavanga, a cabonero, a Yavanavis, a evil now. Away as I, cabona, not one in Lotelazo, a Yachikomo, a Yavan to Avayokibo. With Vawa, yo Avayokiba, Avayokibo, with Vawa, yo. The very way Samu and Bati is open capital. So there's a wonderful Ghana made of one another. Quite amazing story, isn't it? What did you see is the end of all false believers. They receive God's judgment. And God always vindicates his servants. In the way he judges false believers. Mm I want you to understand something. We're concluding here with the the last passage from the story. Mm But one of the things that majorly frustrates me here in our churches Mm of how many lying pastors there are. How many pastors who are liars? It frustrates me to no end, and many times I have prayed for God to strike them down. Why do you let them lie? Why do you let them contradict your word? But there's a passage that God always brings to my mind. Jesus' disciples were once concerned about the Pharisees not agreeing with Jesus. And being offended by what he said. And you know what he said to the disciples? Let them alone. They are blind and leaders of the blind. And if the blind lead the blind, they will both fall into a pain. You know what Jesus is saying? It's not only false teachers that are blind. But the only people that follow them are also blind. But Jesus says, don't worry about those people. They will all end up in a pit. God wants us to teach truth, and disciple the people that believe his truth. For people that reject his truth, they're blind. And you can let them go. They're headed for God's judgment. Now the last thing I want us to see, and I'm just going to summarize this part. The very next day, what what would you do why you had just seen that happen to Korah. See the the earth opened up and ate them. Would you ever say anything against Moses? No, at, at least you would, even if you didn't like him, at least you would be, be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know that on the very next day, <laughs> people in the congregation rebelled against Moses? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, bewitched by sin. And there was 14,700 people who were killed in a plague. You, know you know what that shows us? False believers in the assembly, they poison everything. They are poison to everything. Babela, Babela, everything, Babela, to And we are to And you see, that takes us all the way back to 1 Corinthians 5. Where we learned, if we allow a person who claims to be a Christian, to fellowship in our assembly, while they walk in sin, that person is going to poison our church. what What does God tell us to do with such people? Hand them over to Satan, remember? And have nothing to do with them. I'll ask you again, are you applying that? That pastor that you know, that's sexually immoral. (laughs) Are you still very friendly to him when you see him? Find him on the road and say, How are you? How's the family? How's ministry? That's not what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to confront them and say, You are condemned before God by your behavior. You have have no no right to take my God's instructions on your lips and pretend to be His servant. And unless you repent and turn away from sin you're going to be destroyed and you move on that's your call as a Christian are we actually applying these things do we actually know the truth are we eating real food? The good food. You know, don't don't you prefer meat to milk? maybe some of you really still enjoy milk. But you wouldn't choose to live on it, would you? Well, why as a Christian, would give be consent to live you Why do you God has meat for you. And it's the meat that's going to protect you. And you like, let me say this. this I have General Zepo, my bed. So, my bed, woman, I added up. I told you, Yamataka warmed up. put your damn. She sell a matagamama, but I didn't raise up man of the food. know. In (laughs) 1 Corinthians 14 (laughs) 20, there's only one place where a Christian is allowed to be a baby. 14 verse 20. You know where you're allowed to be a baby and you're supposed to be a baby? It's in your knowledge of evil. You're not supposed to know very much about being a thief. You're not supposed to be very well versed in pornography and sexual immorality and lying. You're supposed to be an infant in evil. But it says, to get a Let's be believers new things. And make application. Let me pray. Father God